0: The Old Testament lesson for this, the Baptism of Our Lord, Sunday, is from the book of Genesis, the first chapter. In this uh, verse of Scripture, we hear how the Holy Spirit hovered over creation, participating in the creation of the world, bringing from nothing something. For God created out of nothing, he created this vast universe of which we uh, live. And in Holy Baptism, the same thing in some ways happens, where the Spirit of the Lord... Creates faith in our hearts where there was not faith previously. And hence the reason why this, one of the reasons why this text was selected for this, the baptism of our Lord Sunday. Genesis 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning, the first day. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The uh, the epistle lesson appointed for this Sunday is from Romans chapter 6. In this text, Paul reminds us that we are baptized. When we're baptized, we're actually baptized into the death of Christ, and all of the blessings Christ won for us in his death are given to us, so the forgiveness of sins. But we're also baptized into his resurrection as well, and therefore, just as Christ rose from the dead, our baptism brings us Christ's gifts of life and salvation, meaning that we have his promise of everlasting life. Paul writes, What shall we say then? will never die again death no longer has dominion over him for the death he died he died to sin once for all but the life he lives he lives to God so you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus this is the word of the Lord thanks be to God the Holy Gospels according to Saint Mark the first chapter the strap of whose sandals I'm not worthy to stoop down and untie. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And when he came up out of the water, immediately he saw the heavens opening and the Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my beloved Son, with you. I am well pleased. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Well, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The text for this morning's message is the gospel reading that I read to you just a few moments ago. But at this time, I'll just highlight these words. And when Jesus came up out of the water... Immediately he saw the heavens opening and the Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice from heaven said, You are my beloved Son. With you I am well pleased. This is our text. In the name of Jesus Christ, dear fellow baptized. Doc is a character in John Steinbeck's novel, Sweet Thursday. Doc has a PhD from the University of Chicago, and he earns his living selling marine specimens that he has collected from the tidal pools near his home in Monterey. Doc has a good life, but he reflects deeply. Doc is troubled by the nagging sense of discontent Have I worked enough? Have I eaten enough? Have I loved enough? What has my life meant so far? And what can it mean in the time left to me? What am I worth? What am I worth? For many people life unfolds day after day with that question unanswered, the verdict in suspense What am I worth? The answer to this question is never known to some people. What are you worth? Have you been told so many times that you're worthless that you've come to believe it? Have you been rejected by someone who's important to you so that you have a low sense of self worth? Have your ideas and accomplishments been ignored or denigrated that you feel like you have nothing more to contribute? Have your beliefs and your values been so mocked and marginalized that you wonder where it is that you actually fit in? Have you been tormented by your inability to please yourself and God that you even question your worth in His eyes? The notorious atheist of the past, Madeline O'Hare, wrote at least six times in her diaries Somebody, somewhere, love me. Madeline's plea for love and acceptance echo words that are prayed by millions of people today who question their worth. As I was preparing this message this week, I couldn't help but wonder whether or not the Black Lives Matter movement and the rioting that we saw in Washington, D.C. wasn't somehow connected to this question of, what am I worth? One wonders whether or not the rioting that we have seen in the streets of the United States this year have something to do with whether or not someone has a good sense of worth about themselves, or maybe they feel there's a lack of worth in them. And so they riot. One wonders if the struggle of gender confusion that some people experience isn't related to one's sense of worth or the lack thereof we often quantify our worth by how many medals we've won, how much money we have in the bank, what promotions we've had in our job, what friends we surround ourselves with, what we look like, or what we do for a living, or what accomplishments our children have made, and we live vicariously through them. But these pursuits and many others, for a sense of Worth or self worth usually leave us questioning our value. And like Mad- Madeline O'Hare, we pray, Somebody, somewhere, please love me. What happens as time passes and a person continues to feel unloved and unwanted and undervalued? Katie Lang wrote a song several years ago entitled Outside Myself. Lang sings A thin ice covers my soul. My body's frozen and my heart is cold. And still, so much about me is raw. I search for a place to unthaw. Jesus, our Savior, came to unthaw the ice that forms on people's souls by shining the warmth of His love into their lives. Isaiah the prophet says of Jesus that He is the light for the Gentiles. He will open the eyes of those who are blind, He will free captives from prison, and He'll release from the dungeon those who sit in darkness. God's Son came to this earth to be the light St. John says of Jesus, in Him was life, and that life was the light of all humankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. And so just as the sun, the warmth of the sun, melts the ice formed on sidewalks, so Jesus, the light of the world, melts the thin ice, or the thickening ice of unworthiness that forms in us. He melts the unbelief in our hearts as he embraces us with the tenderness of his forgiveness the light of the world opens our eyes our blind eyes so that we see him as the savior and we see that we are loved and cherished by the one who created us and who redeemed us the light of the world Jesus Christ shines his rays of hope that liberate us from the rat infested dungeon of unworthiness Jesus is worth became more evident to many people when he was baptized. For example, for John the Baptist's followers, Jesus went from being a face in the crowd to being the one of whom John said, After me will come one more powerful than I, the thongs of whose sandals I'm not worthy to stoop down and untie. Jesus went from being the son of a carpenter to being the one of whom God the Father says, You are my son whom I love. And with you, I am well pleased. Jesus, the Son of God, raises the value of everything that he touches. Water turns into wine. The demon-possessed are exorcised. The outcast of society is befriended. The despised, well, they're valued. The immoral, they're forgiven and purified. Ordinary bread is the body of Christ. Common wine is the blood of Christ. Tap water can become the eternal spring that wells up to eternal life when baptized, when a person's baptized. When you and I are baptized in Jesus' baptism, the, significant becomes insic- the insignificant becomes significant, the forgotten are remembered, the lowest are esteemed, and the worthless are where those of us who feel worthless are valued more than gold and silver. Today we celebrate the baptism of our Lord. And it is a time for us to focus for a moment on our own baptism and to recognize that in our baptism God gives us value and significance. Oh, the rite of holy baptism is an insignificant rite by all appearances, by just what goes on. And Yet Jesus's authority is the Son of God and the power of that word transforms that sacred right into a miracle Into a miracle that has eternal significance for those baptized in the name of the Father, Son and Holy Spirit In the small catechism Martin Luther writes certainly not just water But the Word of God in and with the water does great things It works the forgiveness of sins it rescues from the devil and death and it gives us eternal salvation Without God's Word, the water, well, it's plain water and no baptism, but with the Word of God, it is a baptism. It is a baptism that is a life-giving water, rich in grace and a washing of the new birth in the Holy Spirit. In my hand, I have two pieces of paper. One you can see is just an ordinary sheet of paper and the other one, well, this is a $20 bill. This sheet of paper this ordinary sheet of paper it's just it's just ordinary there's not much value in it is it I mean I can use it to write a letter I can doodle with it I can draw on it I can maybe fold it up and make it into a paper airplane or make a paper snowflake out of it or something like that but really it doesn't have much value But this twenty dollar bill this twenty dollar bill it's made of paper too but it has a little bit more value than this doesn't it Well, at least we hope it always will but this has value. And why does it have value? Well, because you see on this $20 bill, it, it says that this bill has been backed up by the United States Federal Reserve System. It says on this bill, this note is legal tender for all debts, public and private. And it even has the signature of the Treasurer of the United States. You see, this bill is validated, it's given value because of the authority of the people that invest this, money, this, this piece of paper with value. It's backed up by the Federal Reserve. It has the signature of the Treasurer of the United States on it. So it's worth $20. And I could take it into a store and I could use it to purchase something. But if I take this piece of paper and I write, my, and I write $20 on it, and then I say this is good for any debt that I owe anybody, and I sign my name to it, and I try to take it into a store to buy something, you and I both know that it's not going to be received, is it? It's not going to be accepted. Because my name doesn't add value to this paper. There's no authority behind it. Well, the same or something similar is true for holy baptism. You see, before we're baptized, or before the Holy Spirit brings us the faith in Jesus Christ through His Word, we're kind of like this blank sheet of paper. I mean, we possess some value by virtue of being created in the image of God. But when we are baptized, when we're baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, it's as though God places His his name upon us. All the authority that He possesses as the God of the universe and creation are stamped on us, so to speak. And our value and our worth skyrocket as we become the priceless treasure of God because the highest authority in all of creation writes on us this person this person is my beloved child my very own my new creation I have called him by name you are my own I delight myself in you signed the one true God Father Son and Holy Spirit you see, we who are baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we are of infinite value to our God and Savior. For our baptism connects us to Jesus' priceless acts of love and sacrifice. Our baptism connects us to Jesus' death and the forgiveness that He has won for us with His blood shed on the cross. Our baptism connects us to Jesus' resurrection from the dead and the promise of, of life, an abundance of life here in this world and an abundance of life forever and ever. You see, it's God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit who gives us our identity. He tells us who we are, a precious child in His sight. Now maybe you have been in various places of business and you've seen a, a dollar bill or maybe a $20 bill framed and hanging on the wall. And it'll say sometimes under it, our first dollar. It's the first dollar that they made maybe when they opened up their business many years ago or not so long ago. But they have it hanging on the, on, on the wall. Now a dollar framed and hanging on the wall, well, that's a nice thing to remember how your business started, but it really isn't what a dollar bill or even a $20 bill is supposed to be doing, is it? It's supposed to be in circulation. And you see, we too are to be in circulation. We're not merely a trophy or a certificate on the wall that Jesus hangs, say, on the wall of heaven, you know, to say, oh, yes, there's one more, one more accomplishment in my life. No, You see, Jesus gives us value and he puts us into circulation so that we can add value to other people's lives. And how do we do this? Well, there's a myriad of ways, isn't there? But we add value to other people's lives by just being honest and open and loving and kind with them by offering a kind and encouraging word, by investing a little bit of time into hearing from from that other person and showing real genuine interest in what it is that they're saying to us. We value other people's lives and we enrich their lives by putting the best construction on another person's motive and behavior, by being generous and sharing our God-given resources, by, by serving without being asked to serve. We add value to other people's lives by inviting others to participate in our life and making room for them in our lives, by speaking the truth in love. Yes, in love. And we add value to other people's lives by taking interest in their interests, by praying for them, and by telling them of Christ Jesus and inviting them to be baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We add value to other people's lives by simply loving other people as God loves them and as God loves us. If you ever find yourself questioning your worth to God, does God really care about me? Does God really love me? Do I have any worth in His eyes? When you find yourself asking those kind of questions, I encourage you to look to the baptismal font where God adopted you into his family and he said of you this is my beloved child you see that's who you are you're his beloved child baptized in his name Father Son and Holy Spirit loved and forgiven now and for all eternity And as you reflect on the fact that you are now a child in the family of God, a son or daughter in his family, also realize that you belong to a bigger family, like the family of St. James, where people love you and value you as a brother or a sister in Christ. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.